We need 1.5 million homes in Ontario in the next 10 years to create a opportunity for everybody to have a proper place to live. Can we do it? How far are we off with those potential targets and what gets us closer? Not many more uh, people know more than uh, Dr. Mike Moffat from smartprosperity.com and he joins us on Toronto Today to have that conversation. You're of my generation. You must have, uh, and, and you grew up kind of where I grew up. You Like going up to the CNE, that was a massive thing to go to Blue Jays or a big concert or CVX, right? Massive. And it's, it's been bigger than the Western Fair. We got to say that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So love going to the CNA. Loved, uh, I have so many great memories of Exhibition Stadium and kind of looking back on it now with, you know, the uh, seats facing completely the wrong direction in the outfield. But, you know, when you're when you're a kid, it's just, you know, those are absolutely magical places, particularly if, if you're growing up in the London area. I never diss Exhibition Stadium. This is what I find is the is the uh, longtime Torontonians are like blah mistake by the lake excruciation stadium. I, I just I, it was cool. To, it was cool for me to come. I loved it. Yeah, absolutely. I went to my first game. I think it was six years old, and yeah, I was just blown away by the play. Like I couldn't imagine something like that existed. So it's you know I still have all those fond uh, childhood memories of, of going to see the Jays in the early '80s. A lot of fun. Um, so you put a big um, a, you know, a, a big publication out, Smart Prosperity did about the amount of homes we need in the next ten years. Now there's needs, and then there's the practicality. So. In a Coles Notes version, we can expand and, and, and peel back the layers a little bit. Uh, how impossible is the goal of 1.5 million homes? How close could we get if we did all the right things in the next decade? It, it's going to be tough. So this 1.5 million number uh, comes from the provincial task force that put out a, a report earlier this year. It got picked up by the premier. All the opposition parties uh, agreed to this number. But we never really figured out where this number came from. So our report you know, dives into demographics data to find out if this is the real need. And it turns out, yeah, actually 1.5 million is uh, is what we need. How do we get there is going to be an uphill challenge. Uh, you know, we tend to, in our very, very best years, get maybe about 100,000 homes a year. So to go up to 1.5 million is going to be tough. Uh, we've got a lot of issues around zoning and municipal approvals. So, you know, there's a lot of regulatory things that prevent these houses from getting built. But the other side is just skilled labor. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you, we're already having trouble replacing retiring electricians and drywallers and, and roofers and sheet metal workers like my dad. Um, to just replace them is hard enough. But then to, you know, increase that that pool of labor, this is going to be uh, a monumental challenge. Uh, it's one thing to set a target, but to actually have a plan to get there. That's what we're missing right now in the province. And Mike, in inflationary times, I'm sure you've heard the same thing I- I've heard. Uh, there's been a lot of kitchen table conversations among uh, in our house, maybe your house, our listeners. Oh, should we do this? What about, you know, what about doing some home renovations? And I've heard enough people say, don't do them right now. The cost of everything is up. You, you, your guy's going to drive across the GTA to come to your house and you're going to pay a third more in in his just his transportation costs, let alone labor, let alone construction. So when we talk about that's that's like to do kitchen cabinets. When we talk about building brand new houses, it's a lot more expensive to do that than three years ago. 
Well, well, absolutely. And uh, we're, we're seeing housing starts uh, go down this year relative to last year. Part of that is that materials cost, you know, everything from lumber and so on. But we also have to remember that uh, home builders, you know, they have to take out large loans to, to mm. build. Developers have to take out loans to, to build these properties. So with, with interest rates going up, that's not just an expense for home buyers, but that's an expense for builders as well. So we're starting to see some, some developments uh, that, that we're planning kind of go off the table for a while. So you're absolutely right that we've got all these economic pressures that are sort of forcing us to build fewer homes at a time when, when demographics and, and population growth are requiring that we need even more of them. So when we look at at the you did something with the creation of the rest of Canada average, the ROCA, is this a big time Toronto problem and a big time Vancouver problem with a few cities. I mean, Ottawa, where you live, it's not cheap to buy a home there either. But for the most part, are we sort of making this a, well, this is all of Canada issue when it's really three or four major cities? How do you view it? Yeah, it, it, it really is a handful of, of major cities. If you look at prices in, in Calgary or Edmonton or, or Montreal, uh, you know, they, they all seem to be relatively normal. They've, they've gone up a little bit. They, they kind of went up a bit during the pandemic. They're, they're coming back to earth. But, you know, you can still get a home in, uh, in Edmonton for $400,000. You can't do that in the GTA. Uh, so absolutely, this is largely a GTA uh, well, I would say a Southern Ontario, lower mainland BC, and then you have occasional pockets like like Halifax. But most of the country doesn't really have housing shortages. It really is isolated to a few geographies. And you kind of hit on the, the Southern Ontario thing, and that's sort of 401 corridor there. Um, I, I've got a friend who's a broadcaster in London. He was a college roommate of mine. And he says so many GTA people are taking their money. They've sold their GTA homes, but they're buying in London. And and I, listen, that's not you probably <laughs> think the same thing I do. Retiring in London 20, 25 years from now. Doesn't sound so bad, um, but but they're doing it now, and that is upping the price. So we're seeing real estate prices, London, outs, all those areas outside of London. You and I talk about Luke and Kamoka stuff, you know, places we know. Um, it's insane to consider what prices are compared to what they might have been 15 years ago. You might have been able to buy a home for 175 grand in those areas 15, 20 years ago. You can't now. Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things I find wild is is a place like Tilsonburg, you yeah. know, which we think of the Stomp and Tom saw, you know, tobacco, you know, somewhat, uh, you know, economically struggling. It costs more to buy a home in Tilsonburg than it does in Calgary or Edmonton or Montreal or Quebec City, uh, because of that. And you know, part of it is you know our generation and a bit older, but a lot of it is younger families. You've got so many families, uh, you know, thirty somethings living in a six hundred square foot condo in Toronto or, or, or Mississauga, they get married, uh, start to, to have a family living in the condo, and they're like, this ain't going to work. So they basically just jump in the car and they drive as far away as they need to go in order to find a place to live. And now, you know, these places are getting far away. It's Woodstock. It's places like Owen Sound. It's it's just incredible how much this GTA housing shortage has just spread, you know, two, 300 kilometers across the province. Let me tell you something. Owen Sound's a lovely, except for the 38 weeks a year it snows. It's a lo- it's a lovely place to live, except for that, those thirty eight weeks or so. It's got well, a nice I say the same, week break from blizzards. I say the same. I was gonna say I say the same thing about Ottawa. You should. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> People ask me who are like uh, from the states or Europe about Ottawa, and I'm like, 
Um, spring starts a little bit later and like November kicks in around late September. Uh, but besides that, it's a lot like Toronto, uh, climate wise, it's a lot like Toronto. So like, that's where we're going now. Is this so much about red tape and like how much is bureaucracy getting in the way of just plain building? I know the opposition parties, I know what the line is and I'm not saying there's no validity to it. What they say about the strong mayor policy, the conservative government, they want to wipe out a lot of this and build, build, build and stimulate the economy but is there something too we got to get rid of this some of this bureaucracy that stops the actual progress yeah absolutely so so there is you know there is validity in that uh you know we had the the provincial task force had 55 recommendations on that and and they're really good you know allowing duplexes and triplexes by right allowing for more density along transit lines and, and those are all regulatory issues but even if we could wave a magic wand tomorrow and make all of those go away, we still have these labor issues. We still have these material issues. So mm-hmm. we do need to deal with these red tape issues, but that's not, you know, that's the first step. That's not the only step. It's awesome stuff. And I love our conversations. You can go to institute.smartprosperity.ca, find out more uh, about uh, their perspective on the Ontario Housing Affordability Task Force. Also a link uh, that's a really interesting methodology uh, called, I like the name of this, Baby Needs a New Home, which I think you and I would agree, one of the stronger Lindsay Lohan movies before she cracked up. Well, well, well there you go. Know, whenever it's, I have an opportunity to make a Lindsay Lohan reference, I'm going to take it. <laughs> I mean, coming off of Mean Girls, I thought Baby's, Baby Needs a New Home, a little ambitious, but but it did okay at the box office. Um, Mike, I got to go. Thanks so much for the time. Oh, thank you for having me. Mike Moffat is uh, from Smart Prosperity.